That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Hello everyone and welcome to the HMG Rampage Uncaged Show right here on channelattitude.com I'm your host Jimmy T and my co-host he is Mr. AMBS and that's Lambs or Ams with no L and bullshit in the morning right and what is Matt Pacafee doing in the impact zone? What is, what is Mac Pacafee doing in the impact zone? Man, sometimes the uh, the old jokes are the best ones. Yeah, things are good, man. I'm good. Um, that's right. I'm Chris Ams. That's A-M-B-S, like lambs with Noel or bullshit first thing in the morning. Um, I'll tell you what was bullshit first thing in the morning <laughs> was uh, I woke up this morning and I walked outside and I almost died. It was so goddamn cold. 
Um, I only wish for coldness right now, Chris. Oh, man. So, one of my buddies, he's from the Yukon, and, uh, like, way the fuck up north. Like, way, way, way up north, you know, next to the North Pole and shit. Like, pretty sure he hangs out with Santa on his weekend. (laughs) And, uh, fucking, he he was sharing this thing on his Facebook, and this morning... Up in like Tuktunuk or whatever the fucking what northern... It's like the northernmost city in Canada that you can get to uh, without flying to it. It's like Tuktunuk or Chuk Sounds Russian, bro. It's it's fucking weird. Anyway, that place this morning was minus thirty-five, and here it was minus thirty-seven. So I don't know how the fuck you pissed off the gods that much, but. I was not having a good day because I worked outside all day, so it was fucking shit. cold. No shit. Minus 37? Minus 37, bro. Wait, With the Celsius. Windshield. Yep. With the windshield, not, not it was minus 45. <laughs> what? Dude, let me say, let me tell you something. I've said this for years since we started doing podcasts, right? But I don't know if I've ever said it on HMG or on channelattitude.com, so I'll say it now. I've never seen snow in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Never. No, I've never seen snow in my life. It, you know, it just doesn't happen here, right? Mm-hmm. Like in, in the city anyway. I have to go to the fucking mountains to even remotely get a chance. To see, and that's like six hours away. I'm not driving all the way there. The point is, I've never seen snow. I've wanted to see snow, but I just haven't seen snow. Dude, let alone feel minus temperatures, yeah? Except for maybe minus one. If it gets to that, and that's rare, you know what I'm saying? But minus 37, bro? Bro, let me explain to you. you know, you're you saying that you've never seen snow, right? Never you're in my saying life, that because bro. it was really cold here today. What you don't understand is that at minus 37, it's generally too cold to snow. Like, <laughs> it's so cold that the atmosphere can't build up any any liquid no liquid can get really? up in the atmosphere to create because oh, it's ice right because it's so fucking right. cold Makes that's sense. how cold it was here today um and it felt holy tuk, 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 nook, whatever it is tuk, tuk, holy tuk. Tuk, 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 tuk. <laughs> speaking of uh holy tuk, 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 whatever it is um <laughs> no offense to it if we have any listeners up in the great white north up in the great great like north if you know what i mean right please am Shout i right to all my folks up in the up in the yukon and northwest territories if you're and listening to us if, if you're listening to us we <laughs> fucking love you i just can't pronounce that shit that's all <laughs> oh that's brilliant man well speaking of brilliant though chris i know we're on hmg and channelattitude.com but over at our other home at the pwc we were the featured podcast on Amazon Music, man. What the hell? Fucking A, man. That was cool. You sent me that <laughs> screenshot of that, and I was just like, what? <laughs> no, oh, it's crazy. Trust me, dude. I was shocked. I was like, what the? So, I mean, yeah. Thank you, Amazon. Just quietly. Not that there are any sponsors, but if you want to sponsor us, sponsor us not only at the PWC, but right here at channelattitude.com via Hamid Media Group, don't be shy. Hit us up. We'll yeah, be more than We'll be more than happy to actually accept the sponsorship money that's for sure well anyway chris from all the positives to the straight negatives chris because uh i I won't lie dude 
after look i've done seven shows in the last two to three days dude uh, uh it's ridiculous right and to be honest yes it wasn't the best rumble or and or anything like that but going from that high of the rumble to you know having to watch rampage i'm not gonna lie it's a pretty low bar like you went from here to like real down here man and uh I tried watching it, and guess what, Chris? The minute Yuda and fucking Hangman Butterfly Page came out on my TV screen, I kid you not, I passed out cold. <laughs> I was out like a light. Out. Yeah, basically, like to explain this to somebody who's not really used to wrestling, what you did was basically you watched Lord of the Rings, <laughs> and then you watched an episode of Velma. Oh, no, no thanks. That's kind of what it's like going from the rumble to watching this episode of Uncaged. It was, uh... <clears throat> it well, was not Uncaged, Chris. Rampage, just quietly. Rampage, yeah. Uncaged, Uncaged is always good. Uncaged yeah. is always Uncaged, the shit. Fantastic. Rampage. <laughs> yes. Nice. But uh, you're right, man. It's going from here to here. And uh, it hurts. I mean, shit, maybe I should have that as an intro. Everybody hurts. Everybody hurts. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> but in this case, for a good three weeks in a row, I'm not going to lie. But yeah, um, it's kind of, it, I don't know. Uh, like, maybe it's just, it's, maybe it's just because I'm watching. Maybe it's just because I'm doing the reviews. But every time, every time over the last three weeks here that I've watched Rampage, it's been like, Jesus Christ, fucking shoot me. Just like Lanzig would say, Jesus. <laughs> have you seen Jesus. that? Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, but that doesn't matter because here at HMG on channelattitude.com, we got you covered. And we're here to talk the dreaded AEW Rampage. And, um, well, we have our normal commentators of Excaliberto, Jim Ross, Tony Skiavone, and your favorite guy from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Chris Jericho, were on commentary as Justin Roberts handled the ring announcing duties. So, yeah. But get this, Chris. We start off with the sleeper of a match, for me anyway. It is Hangman Adam Butterfly... Not a cowboy goofball page versus the even bigger goof in Willa Yuta. All right, look, I'm being harsh now, but and to be fair, they can both go in the ring. Yes, I said it, right? They can. Doesn't matter. I still fell asleep in the middle of this match. These two guys, one thinks, no shit, you know what Yuta reminds me of? Like a freaking cat. That, fr whoops, this is probably the wrong sort of. Uh, <laughs> comparison to make but all i hear is like meow meow with his promos bro yeah he's pretty grating in terms of whenever he starts talking um hang on a second i'm gonna sneeze <laughs> i don't blame you just quietly just quietly on air um Chris sneezed but he froze <laughs> yeah well you know i was able to i was able to uh turn my microphone off at the at the right time um he's really bad when he does his promos i really wish he would go back to like what got him to the dance you know like i mean the thing that really got him there the thing that got him fans in the first place is you know like simple promos you know he, he comes out and he says and he should be coming out and just saying something to the effect of this is from uh, juggalos and juggalos <laughs> i hope you like it whoop whoop and, <laughs> whoop, uh, whoop. 
you know, hey, that's what he did to get his fans originally, and you know, that's how he got on online, and uh, those are great. He should just go back to doing that. You know, talk more about <laughs> juggalos and juggalettes, and uh, you yeah. know, actually, absolutely, maybe he is a juggalo or is he a juggalette? I don't know. Just go back to doing that. I mean, he does sound like he's got a lot of estrogen in his body and not enough testosterone. If you get my drift, he does yeah. have a high pitched voice, bro. He's got a bit of a high-pitched voice, and he's not really great on delivery. And they're not giving <laughs> him a lot to say either. I mean, what what was it? What was it on uh, on, on Dynamite? Dynamite this week? He he just came out and he said, "Yeah, well, like he literally came out a second after Adam Page made a challenge to Moxley and was like, "Yeah, Moxley accepts your challenge. How do you know <laughs> that? And if you know that so quickly, why isn't Moxley here to say it? How the Doesn't fuck make did this sense, guy bro. figure any of this shit out?" He's smart, dude. Clearly, <sighs> he knows what's going on. I mean, seriously. Well, he knows what's going on. Maybe sniffed his way there. I, I don't fucking know, Chris. But um, do that promo again because the way you did it is exactly how it delivers it. Hey, hey, Hangman. You know, it's like I can't even do it. Hey, hey, Hangman. Uh, Moxley <laughs> says he he accepts, and uh, <laughs> but also there's a um on Friday we need to have a match. Where we where we wrestle, <laughs> where we wrestle, it almost sounds like a fucking. Ah, uh, uh, well, I shouldn't say it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I shouldn't say it, but maybe you get my gist. Uh, yeah, please, Wheeler. Look, I'll I give him an China A for had more bass in her voice. <laughs> you think? I bet you. Uh, I think that Red Rose Ripley has more <laughs> bass in her voice. <laughs> More than likely. I mean, she's probably got more testosterone than Wheeler Yuta. I mean, Yuta's full of estrogen. Cut the chicken, bro. Too much chicken. Wheeler Yuta use could, use, could use about 25% of the bass in uh, in Big Ray Hernandez's voice. He'd be, <laughs> he'd be way more believable if he had just, just a little bit of that of that baritone. <laughs> That's the first Rollins laugh of the evening. Shout-outs to Big Ray Hernandez. We love you, bro. You Shout know how it is. Big Ray. We love you, buddy. Absolutely. You know, he's, he's our Boricuan brother. Heck, he's got Greek DNA in him, though, Chris. Did you know that? That's a fact. <laughs> does he? Does He does. Does he only have Greek DNA in him sometimes? He's got or... more Greek, apparently. Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. But apparently he was sincere. I mean, he was on he was on our show, actually, funny enough, at the PWC Network. And he said that, but it was just me and him at the time. Oh. And, um, yeah, like, he was sincere, it seemed like, it, and he's adamant. Well, it sounds he, to me like you're telling stories out of out of school. You should, excuse me? You shouldn't you shouldn't be telling stuff like that about Big Ray Hernandez unless he said you could. Oh, My big, goodness. Right, right. Hey, I've got the evidence is on the PWC network, actually, Chris. <laughs> you can go and check it out, as a matter of fact, and you will hear him actually tell us a lot about his life. It was, it was actually a pretty good episode. It was one of my favorite shows, man. <laughs> we, Dude, we, Big Ray is awesome. We, we, absolutely. We, like, nothing but love for Big Ray. No, Dude, I, I, no. What I was saying was just Big Ray has a wonderfully deep voice. And, like, if... if wonderful. <laughs> if if this little shit could just have, like, a quarter of the depth of Big Ray's voice, he'd sound like a man. Uh, uh, but he doesn't. Speaking of man, Chris, does that mean really you to get the he's a man segment of the week? Let's I mean, do it. I mean, seriously. Yeah, it's not any He's a Man. This is the, my remix version of He's a Man, Chris. You know? 
Twins Got the Summer Going Round and Round remix, bro. <laughs> but, Willa Yuta, from being a girl, I guess, you're a man. But not quite. You've still got a lot of fucking estrogen in your body, bro. But you're trying. A for effort. I'll give him that. He tries. Yeah. Hey, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's fine in the ring. But he is actually he is he's he's actually pretty good in the ring sure yeah, he's a flippy so, guy so sure many guys who are good in the ring like dude not just that look at what he wears if you notice the way he wears his shoes with his fucking tights it looks a bit weird i don't know bro it's a bit of a weird cat i'm not gonna lie it's not a good look it's not a good look listen this match was fine it ended the right way um but you know we're gonna keep hitting on the same fucking points if they keep making the same mistakes. Um, this match went on way too long, way too long, and this should have been. I told a you, I fell plus. asleep, bro. I fell fucking asleep. For real. I just, I'm so, I'm so tired of saying this. I'm so tired of asking the same questions. It's like. It's like, hey, remember that time when uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin and Midian had a 15-minute match <laughs> on Raw? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. It was a barn burner, pal. You really, you, you, really, you, you really thought that Midian had a chance there a few times. No, you don't remember that because it would be bad for business. I don't <laughs> understand their obsession with having long matches for the sake of having long matches. And I mean, we'll get into it too. We'll get into it even in the main event. Sometimes you just need to have your your top stars squash a motherfucker. Banger after banger after banger. That's what they want there at AEW. They want banger. Yeah. After a banger. banger. Right. Yeah. Well, like the kids say, I'm sure all the AEW marktards out there would have loved this match. And sure. Yuta was pretty aggressive from the outset by drop kicking Hangman Page when the cowboy wasn't looking. I mean, cowboy's a bit of a, you know, is he dumb, bro? Is he taking too many knocks to the head? I mean, what's going on here with him? I don't know. I honestly, like I, I mean, said, to me, his character's kind of dead in the water. Like, I don't take stale, it seriously. Man. I don't think that he's. I don't think that he's a dangerous face at this point. I think that if he wants face. to really re rehab he's gonna have to try to be a heel and then i'm just not sure that i believe him as a heel um, he um also does butterflies said, sting you can they hurt you one way or the other i mean butterflies float and bees ah. sting that's ah. i learned that from muhammad ali ah. <laughs> yeah yeah he said that not fucking float like a moth and sting like a wasp no i mean can, does that work you probably, I mean, probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it would work. Yeah, would it's probably work. even more lethal. <laughs> really? I mean... <laughs> I mean, I mean, just saying. A, a wasp can actually, like, continue... Uh, and a oh, hornet for our American listeners, just quietly, can continue to sting you. Um, aren't hornets wasps? I, no, they're different. I think they're different species, actually. No, no, I don't think they are, bro. I think they are wasps, just... Yeah. Look, I, I kid you not, I'm pretty sure... I actually right, looked it up. You, yeah, it's the same thing. Could be right, Look, bro. it's like tomato, tomato, yeah, whatever you want to call it, a hornet, a wasp, same thing. It stings more than a bee. Just quietly, Chris. More than a bee. More than a bee. Speaking but, of which, hey, Jimmy, since this show sucks so much, um, I want to tell you about a video that I watched this week. I was watching a video. Please. 
um, I was watching a video this week about Smoke and Joe Frazier, and ah, um, they were talking nice. about the fight with Ali, the first one. I think um, I know what you're talking about too, by the way. Yeah, it's a great video, great little video. It is. And um, and anyway, I was watching this, and there's a there was a point there that I loved, and I thought, man, like if only pro wrestling was scripted and they could add in cool things, like just <laughs> just to add cool things in that were Ding like dong. this. <laughs> Wouldn't that be interesting if they could do things like that? Anyway, there was this there was this point where like they're talking about how Ali just like was relentlessly bullying Joe Frazier and awful to him and just like constantly on his nerves, called him an Uncle Tom, called him all yeah. these kinds of things that like Joe Frazier did not deserve, you know, the the stuff that Ali was throwing at him. And in their in their fight, uh Joe Frazier was pretty clearly up on the scorecards heading into the last round. And um, it was pretty clear he was going to win. But right. right before the left hook that knocked down Ali, Ali was starting to get a little bit of energy going. And he was talking to Joe, which he always did, right? And he's right. hitting him while he's talking. And he's going, don't you know I'm God? <laughs> and, <coughs> and Joe Frazier goes... You're in the wrong ring tonight, Lord. And then hit him with that left hook that dropped him. And I was just like, man, like, that's the <laughs> coolest fucking fight story ever. Absolutely. God, it would be cool if pro wrestling was, like, staged and you could, you could like, plan stuff like that to make it True. really cool. But It's funny, it was staged. Anyway. But, but you know, I mean, it, I mean, shit. It's called making money. I mean, doesn't anyone understand these days in the pro wrestling business? At least WWE, though. Actually, funny enough, speaking of money and speaking of WWE, did you know WWE broke records in sponsorship money? Like, shattered it. Sponsorship money, uh, viewership, apparently. Uh, the cock got double like subscriptions like than what they've got right now. They even mentioned the binge in my, you know, binge the cock in my neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's up by, like, huge numbers. Some, some of them are up by over 200%. Yeah, I mean the Rumble was super successful for them on on basically every level. So yeah, good for them. And media and money was WrestleMania uh, sort of figures. I was saying it was it was in the ballpark of WrestleMania type of money, which is amazing. That's I mean, and that's the Royal Rumble. I feel like the Rumble every year is getting kind of bigger, even though it's a, it's many people's sort of favorite pay per view or premium live event, like they say these days. <sighs> like yeah, I know it's so stupid. But I feel like it's growing and growing, man. It's always in the stadium. It's getting bigger and bigger. Uh, I mean, shit. I mean, hats off to me. You know what, man? Have you noticed the WWE? I know we're talking about WWE and not AEW. We'll get to that in a second. But um, have you noticed the sale talks have kind of died out lately? Yeah, I have. Um, we haven't really heard anything in at least a couple of weeks now. And yeah. a part of me isn't sure if maybe that was just Vince McMahon's way of pushing back in. Um, Maybe. Who knows? You know, maybe... oh, I'm just I'm just getting it ready for a sale. I'm just, oh, you know what? Maybe, uh, maybe we're not going to sell. Never mind. Um, hey, you're fired. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Fire! <laughs> yeah. Speaking of your fire, did you hear by any chance, uh, Vincente McMendez over on um at the PWC making an appearance? No. 
Okay. Vincente McMendez, yes, I said that. It is the Mexican Vince McMahon, apparently. Oh, wow. The Mexican yeah. Vince McMahon. Apparently, the Mexican Vince McMahon sold WWE to Univision. Oh, to, to Univision. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> he speaks Spanish. Check him out. I wonder who that is, right? It starts with an, uh, well, it ends with an 88, maybe? Oh, it ends with an 88. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shout yeah. outs to the, to the infamous, who's got a lot of heat on on this part of the in this part of the podcasting world i mean uh, a lot of people here at hmg and channelattitude.com don't really like him that much chris but i wonder well, why well he's still our homeboy and, he's still uh, our homeboy <laughs> he, he actually is Shout out to Vicente. Even, though, even though literally the last time i had a conversation with him he was like mad at me for my for my last uh far center he was like he was, was legit he? mad at me yeah he was like no. he's like he's like do you think that people shouldn't you really think that people shouldn't vote if they don't know about no. politics and i was like yeah i do because i think that they should only <laughs> they should learn before they vote like they should know what the fuck they're voting for before they vote and he was like no he's like, he like you're a fucking republican and i was like i'm canadian what? i can't be a republican <laughs> what are you fucking talking about was he really upset for real you know what? he was like mad he was mad at me about it and i was like bro <laughs> fuck since you know he's the name that we we sh- you know that we shouldn't mention on this network, I'm gonna call him Senor Vincente. I'm just gonna say this, amigo. All right, <laughs> you so are proving to me that you're someone on Twitter in particular. Uh, have you heard of uh, his alter egos on Twitter, which he strongly denies, mind you, Chris? No, I, I've, I've definitely heard of Iron Patriot. Ah, thank you. You threw him right under the bus. <laughs> on, he's told me he was him, and then he goes back on it. That's when he's like, uh, I hate to say this, but when he wants to troll as a white guy, like mm. a full white guy. Like, I mean, f- mm. you could throw the Senor McMendez out the window. He becomes uh, Johnny Smith or something. You know what I mean? And I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> he really does. He is a professional troll, and that's why everyone here in the family of HMG are not too fond of him. You know what I mean? So, Mr. Vicente, relax, son. All right, please. Yeah. Anyway, we, we love we love homeboy, <laughs> but yeah. he's he's our homeboy. He's our homeboy. But that Vicente McMendez, bro, I don't know. That guy's an asshole. That, how do you say asshole in, in Spanish, Christina? Um, I don't. Pinche cabrón, you are, or something like that. Yeah, or just, you would just say, it doesn't matter. Okay, let's go. Oh, fine. Let's move on. Let's move on. I am Patriot. I'm just saying I know who you are. Anyway, um, Hangman Adam Page ends up defeating Willa Yuta in a way too long type of match, let's be honest. You said it before. If you're going to build Hangman, right, you don't fucking have him go up against Willa Yuta, the shittest one of the Blackpool jobbers club or whatever the hell they are uh not so from blackpool no regal i don't even know why this thing is even still going nevertheless he won a hard fought match chris yeah he did and um again like you know if stone cold went five minutes against what? farouk when he was feuding with the undertaker you'd go okay sure if he went five minutes against uh kane while he was feuding against Undertaker, you'd go, 
All right. If he went 15 minutes against Midian or <laughs> Shane McMahon, you'd be like, no, it's wrong. This is stupid. This yeah, is the dumbest Shane, fucking bro. thing I've ever seen in my life. Shane dances, bro. Come on. Look, Dad, I'm dancing. But those guys <laughs> are the lowest of the low on the totem pole next to the guy. And just like Wheeler Yuta is the lowest of the low on the totem pole next to John Moxley. He's if if Hangman went five minutes against Claudio, we'd go, okay, yep, good match. You know, because because Claudio's positioned as a pretty good wrestler, even though he hasn't been on fucking television in forever. But like, literally, to go this fucking hard and this long against Superhuman, come on, Superhuman. I give you fuck this shit. I know, true. Fuck this shit. He's right. Fuck this <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, he ain't fucking wrong. You know what's even funnier? All Elite Wrestling's Twitter page says a clear message sent to John Moxie by hashtag Hangman Adam Page. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The that clear he message sucks. Being, yeah. The clear message being that. I need 15 minutes to beat <laughs> the guy you beat up. <laughs> Great. It's so true. So true. Anyway, from banger after banger, like they say over here, um, we move on to the guy that's probably going to go to WB any moment now, especially once his contract is up. And I'm talking about absolute Ricky WWE bound Starks. Did you see him with Cody at Royal Rumble, bro? I did see the picture, yeah. And did you see the smile on his face while he was there, like a little Mark Todd? He certainly looked excited to be there, yep. Do you think we're going to get him in WWE soon? Uh, I don't know. Uh, he's he was too backstage. small. He's just too small for the WWE. He, That's like, true. Maybe he could go to NXT and do something interesting, but... 205 Live, pal! I don't know. I think they're starting to book him a little bit better on AEW, too. I like the way that he's... I like the way that he's progressing. And I like the idea of him progressing into a star before he goes. I, I think it's possible for him. I know you... I know you don't have the same, you know... I'll, I'll be honest. for him. I really like Ricky Starks. First of all, his theme song sucks bad. I can't stand it. Like, seriously. Didn't, didn't. It's so fucking gay. Whoops, did I say that? It's just, you know what I mean by that. It's lame. That's what I mean by gay, all right? I think it's, it's meant lame. to be uh, New Orleans superhero. I think that's sort of what it's supposed to sound like. <laughs> New Orleans super. Well, if that's the case, that sucks too, then, Chris. <laughs> I'm Just sorry. listen to it again and and think with those two thoughts in your head. New Orleans superhero, and it might sound a little bit more like it's what's supposed to sound like. It's still not a great theme song, but I think it <laughs> at least fits what they're trying to do with him. Is that what it sounds like when doves cry, Chris? When doves cry. That I'm would just be, saying. That would be great if he came That would be good. Actually, cry. it would suit him. <laughs> Imagine, ding. Dun, 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 dun. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Think about it. He'd become an absolute prince. He'd be awesome. That would be great. But I mean, that would actually cost them some money. Like, <laughs> like holy fuck! If they That's thought okay. Wild Thing was expensive, you oh. just try getting a prince song. 
Ooh. No, the the best is when uh, they try to get Europe's the final countdown song for Daniel Bryan. Yeah, whoops, I mean Brian Danielson. And I'm not gonna lie, picture this, dude. Now I loved it when he was in Ring of Honor back in the day. That song made him, dude. The whole crowd would like sing the song. Everyone was excited. Now picture this: if only TK wasn't such a friggin' tight ass, right? Let's be honest, right? His sphincter must be, or might, might be that big. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know, but uh, whatever. His sphincter is pretty tight, apparently, when it comes to money. And uh, he's like, fuck that. I'm not paying that much money because apparently it was a lot to get. I think it was like 10 million or something like that for oh. Europe's final countdown. But I will say this. If you did spend that money, TK, you would so elevate Brian Danielson so much more because picture this, dude. Imagine you hear, and then he comes out, the song kicks in, whatever. Everyone's like, yesing through the song. Everyone's singing it because they love singing in AEW. They, you know, clearly, they, they, everyone thinks they're a singer in AEW, including the fans. Yeah, no, I mean, it, the, the, the crowd in the AEW shows are great because, like, I actually know the lyrics to Judas, even though I won't sing that fucking song. I know. Unfortunately, I think I do so, too. Because it's so goddamn lame. But every but like every single time you see the crowd singing it, they're like, Judas, Judas, you know what makes me laugh? Do you remember? Do you remember? You know what else I've noticed about the AEW crowd is, and there's nothing wrong with this, man. I'm a big dude myself, right? But they're mostly fat in that crowd, man. Especially on Dynamite this past week. I kid you not. And NXT, I noticed. Every second guy was a fat guy, man. Or a fat a chick, of, for that matter. There's a lot of fat people in America. <laughs> you know what's sad? Australia's number two for the fat category, bro. Is it? Well, Canada yeah. can't be very far behind. <laughs> Maybe you're number three. But us in America, mm. you know we're fat. Not bad. Just like uh, someone else used to say. I won't right. mention his name. But anyway, um, let's move on. I think I've already uh, attracted a lot of heat already. But Ricky Starks and Action and Dreddy had a had comment after Dynamite in regard to losing to your favorite guy, Chris, in Chris Jericho, and Sammy, the Spanish god, and Chris's favorite wrestler of all time, Sammy Guevara. It was a baseball bat that beat them, and Andretti guaranteed that he can beat Sammy. Starks had Jericho down with the Rochambeau on the floor, and once again, it wasn't Jericho who got the job done. It's always Jass's help. Starks will do anything to get hands on Jericho again and again, just like banger after banger. It's again and again over here with Andretti and Starks. And clearly, first of all, Andretti's taking away Starks' heat, man. Big yeah, time. Yeah, I don't like that kid at all. He's he's really... Uh, I'm not sure if he's one of these guys who's from Buffalo, so shout-outs to Todd. Um, I know that uh, I know that Todd up, Brantley Todd? there in, in Buffalo, he's, he's a big fan of quite a few of these guys who... They're starting to elevate on AEW, and a you know God bless them, and I hope your guys do good, Todd. Um, this action, he's, a, he's an action fan. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I can't remember Todd, whether he is or not. But you first, you you were first suspect with those leather pants, bro. Remember what you <laughs> what you said? I don't think you're on the show at the time, but it was funny what happened. Uh, he's apparently got a leather pants store, Chris. So shout out to Todd's Leather Imperium. Just oh saying. well, cool. Yeah. Um, Action Andretti, though, he's a really bad talker. I don't know if you noticed this, Jimmy, but like, I don't, 
he kept saying the bat or a bat like 18 <gasps> fucking times in this it, it, it seemed like it was, was he the having Joker a bat? having a fucking having a fucking panic attack or something he's like <laughs> he's like he's like Chris Joko you couldn't beat us you had to use the bat uh Sammy Guevara you had to use the bat <laughs> The, the, bat. the thing that beat us wasn't you, it was the bat. And it's like, is this the fucking Joker complaining? I don't understand. <laughs> Did he beat himself with the bat? I don't know. I don't know what is that the what fuck happened? happened. But this kid can't talk. Like, he's... He's a yeah. bit funny. Is he at least being a little bit... Not that there's anything wrong with it, but... Uh... I mean, uh, maybe. Maybe he can win the Rumble in a couple of years. Who knows? <laughs> First of all, he's got to relax, man, a little bit. The way he actually does his promos is just like... I'm going to get you, Chris Jericho, Rah! like sort of thing. It's like, chill out, dude. Relax, kid. Just usa. Yep. Calm down. Calmate. Relax. Calmate. 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 You know what I mean? Exactly. Tranquilo, kid. We need a bit of tranquilo. You know what I'm saying? So just chill out. Calm down. Breathe nice and slow. And then say your promo, man. Because you just got to relax. And as far as uh, Ricky Starks goes... I feel like he's not happy in this position just by the look of him, bro. Yeah, I mean, he definitely looks like he's... I don't know. It does look like there's something going on. It does look like maybe... It does. Maybe he wants out of his contract. I don't know. We'll see. Mm, I wonder. And then he turns up at the Royal Rumble backstage. Now, I know it's illegal for contract tampering, but are you telling me, Chris, that no one from WWE would have just had... didn't have a little chit chat shall we say with the absolute one in ricky starks come on he was backstage i mean if even if the wwe isn't having conversations with him you know that there are talents having conversations <laughs> with him and you can't stop oh. that from happening you can't say oh cody's not allowed to talk to him about it that's ridiculous cody's not an executive in the wwe well he was in AEW, and he still wanted to get the hell out but i will say this does will this give him heat now? You think going forward, and now we're going to start seeing the decline. I think that there are probably some people backstage who will give him heat for it. I don't think that the really good professional wrestlers who actually know what they're doing are going to give him any heat. I don't think, for instance, that he's going to have any heat from a Jim Ross or a Chris Jericho yeah. or you know any one of those people backstage who understand the business. They're going to go, oh yeah, good on you, kid, and you know maybe when the when the contracts come around, you get a better contract. Even if you do stay, maybe you'll get a better contract because clearly we know that other people are looking at you or whatever. That's good. That's good for you. That's good for the business. Good all around. They'll all be happy. Um, there is definitely a certain segment in AEW, though, who seem to have this, like, if you even talk to the WWE, you're somehow lesser than. Um, but that's the EVPs, and I mean, Please. who gives a fuck about those bucks? I'm so I tired to say of those it. fucking guys. First of all, uh, no, you are less than them at WWE, just quietly. Yeah, you're the number two promotion. Yeah. Let's it's, it's be real. It's still, the, I don't care what, you can shit on WWE all you want, but it's still the be-all and end-all of professional wrestling for someone that's in professional wrestling. I mean, let's be honest. You can hate them. They could hate the company. But heck, every time they get released, they come running back. Every time they offer a contract, I mean, anyone would. It's still the pinnacle in terms of pro wrestling. I said it. It is what it is. 
Yeah, they're the number one company in professional wrestling. AEW is clear, clearly the number two, and that's okay. I mean, nothing it's good. wrong with that, right? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. At one point, the WWE was the number two promotion in the, in the in <laughs> professional true. wrestling. That's it's actually true. 80, you know. Was it 84, 83 weeks? It was 83 weeks, 80, wasn't it? 83 weeks. That's right. Well, speaking of 83 weeks, because I wish this guy got off my screen for about 83 weeks, but unfortunately, he's on my screen, and I'm talking about Mr. Brat, Eddie Kingston. And he goes on saying he's tired of fighting his demons. I've heard this shit one too many times already, Chris. And he quit on holding it back. Time yep. for the real Kingston to come out now. Excuse me? The real Kingston? He goes on to say if Ortiz, or Ortiz didn't like being hit with the chair, then do something. Kingston understands the House of Black now. He is ready to come home. That doesn't make sense. And they just have to accept him. Really? I've got a bad feeling about this, Chris. Bad. I'm I'm a gangster. I'm the I'm the black dark gangster throne. Hit up, bro. Chairs. Hitman. <laughs> Hitman. Uh, ha, uh, King. I'm. I'm the Sicario of the <laughs> throne chair. <laughs> the Sicario. So, uh, can we call it the uh, the Casa de Scuro? It's just, oh, God. <laughs> uh, Casa de Scuro, bro. Isn't that House point, of Black? At this point, yeah, 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 that's how you'd say it. Um, at this point, honestly, with Kingston, he's just so one note. Do you know what I mean? Like Same old shit, Chris. One yeah, note, same exactly. Same old shit, and like, if you can back it up, Okay. You know, if you, you know what's you know, worst, you can play the whole like I'm a hit, I'm a real hitter or whatever. You you can even <laughs> do that. Head. You can even do that in a professional wrestling sense because the APA did it for years and Hitters? nobody thought it was funny. Like, but they were was, killing people. They weren't saying we're gonna get guns and we're gonna kill them. They no, and that's what I'm saying. In terms of wrestling, ring, that's right. what I'm saying. You can you can you can map it as a professional wrestling thing. You can do it as you know, so that it makes sense within the world of professional wrestling. But he keeps coming out and talking like he's an actual, like, Don or something. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, you've lost every major feud you've been in. You're a fat fuck. You get pissy when you, you get you get pissy when you get called a fat fuck. You, you know what I mean? Like, come on. You're not a fucking Don. Don's, Don's make shit happen. This guy's just... He's a professional wrestler who has taken things so far and doesn't understand how to rein back a little bit. And he actually needs to learn how to rein back a little bit because what he's doing is a character for The Sopranos. But AEW... But, but a bipolar version. AEW Rampage <laughs> is not The Fucking Sopranos. <laughs> the Sopranos. Come on, bro. First of all, he is a Don, actually, Chris. I disagree with you. You know what he's a don of? What? Kaka. He's he's a don, all right. He's he's the don of the fucking craft table in the back. I, I... <laughs> and you know what else gets me and and it stresses me out, bro, with this guy. Not literally, but kind of. He's bringing his bipolar situation into the storylines, man. And he clearly is bipolar because one week he's fine, the next week. He's losing his shit. I know we at the PWC used to say bipolar booking at AEW, and we actually caught 
Well, I caught a bit of heat for using that reference. Whatever. But we've got the bipolar storyline right here, right meow. Uh-huh. And look, you can you can make an interesting thing out of that if that's where you're going with it. But if it's just... If you as a performer are just so up and down and all over the place that you can't make something interesting happen, you know, week in, week out, then you need to rethink it. And again... Eddie Kingston is not a bad performer. He's just taking things a little too far. Somebody needs to rein him back and say, okay, Eddie, I like the character. I like what you're doing here. I like the ideas that you have. How can we apply it to the world that we actually live in? Well, first of all, also with Kingston, this guy, man, what is so he's weak-minded too now. He's, he understands the, the Casa de Scuro, Right, and now suddenly, it's like they he wants in with them, or is this some silly AEW storyline where Ortiz and Kingston were swerving the house? Well, sorry, the Casa Discuro all along. I'm sure and, that's they're they're trying to they're trying to outthink the audience or something, and they they do they do such a shit job. And oh. I wouldn't put it past them, though, if they do that. And Kingston in the House of Black, does that make sense? No, it does. That's why I'm calling Casa Discuro, because, uh, or how do you say whack in Spanish? There's probably no word for that. Yeah, but, I don't think there's really... Yeah, I don't think there is. You say, like, but, chaffa. All right. It means trash. All right, all right. Well, if this happens, this is the House of... What was it again? El Casa de Chaffa. El Casa de Chaffa. All right. It's trash. I don't want to see Kingston in there unless. Imagine they make him to the point where he's like under a spell and he's like, yes, Malachi. Please. <laughs> That's comedy I mean, shit right there, bro. Fuck. It would be <laughs> wrestle crap, but even if oh they my God. did that, you could. Listen. Everything that you think of, though, that's like completely ridiculous, you it could bring happen. it up. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. No, honestly, though, like even right. even good professional wrestling, if you're a proper booker, so basically you're a storyteller, you're a writer, is what you are. Okay, when you're right. Booking, okay, right, right. You could bring up something really ridiculous like that, and if we sat down and figured it out together for long enough, <laughs> we could figure out a way to make it work uh, in the professional wrestling sense. We really could. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Really no, you're totally right. Could. I agree. But for they sure. don't. They just, like, they throw shit at the wall. And what you're supposed to do is throw shit at the wall till something <laughs> sticks. And then but it doesn't stick. figure it out. And then how do you make it work? How do you make it actually work? They're just throwing shit against the wall constantly to the point where they're sticking. not looking at anything. Right. They're not going to anything. They're not trying to make anything work. It's just, oh, let's have gangsters and there'll be murderers. <laughs> and they'll talk about killing people. And also uh... there'll be a dinosaur who's a real dinosaur. <laughs> and then there'll be a house of blackness that's black and dark and Casa black. Di and there'll be a black guy who's basically <laughs> a character from GTA. And there'll be like, they just go on and on. Don't and make on me do it. Don't on. make me do it. Because apparently Hobbs is still walking, bro, until Wednesday night. Still walking. He's on Still walking and snitching in his little journal. Yeah, don't keep a journal if you're from the street. <laughs> or a diary. Just saying, yes, I said it like a Scottish person there, but <laughs> I'm just saying, you don't do that. 
That's not gangster, man. That's not, not even gangsta. GTA. That's not even GTA. Damn it, dude. Imagine walking the streets with your journal like a big tough guy, Chris. Seeing all these, you know, gangsters on the streets shooting each other. And he's like, well, today, like like a real, like, well-spoken Hobbs, right? So today I was walking down... This day on the 24th yeah, yeah. of October, <laughs> October. <laughs> 2003, I witnessed as one of my neighbors, LeBron Fliffernet, murdered one of his friends in cold blood. I have recorded this for posterity's sake. What are you doing? Oh, shit. What well, are you doing? Me. Can it we send me. this? Like, I don't mean the actual man, okay? So forgive me. But can we send uh... this character to Memphis and let the police handle it? <laughs> like, I don't... <laughs> don't. I don't want to laugh at that. That's not cool, bro. That's not cool. <laughs> That's not fucking shit. Uh, I'm not laughing about what happened. That's fucked up, just quietly. No, no. I'm laughing not, in the context of freaking yeah. Hobbs. You know what I'm not saying? Not laughing about what actually happened to that kid, because nah. that's fucked up what happened in Memphis. <laughs> but fuck this character. It's so stupid. Oh, man. I think we're going <laughs> to... We've been... We're on fire. See what happens when you watch such a crap show? We get real snippy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you can't help but try to make fucking jokes at that point. Oh, fuck. Wowee. I'm sorry for all our listeners and viewers, man. I'm sorry, but, you know, it it, it gets tough, man. you you got to you know, catch us some slack over here, man. If you guys are doing what we have to be doing, oh, fuck that. trust this me. This is a great show. If you're no, listening this show to rocks. This, if you're this listening show to this, rocks. Oh, yeah, this show is fucking great. I'm talking about Rampage sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, but this exactly. show... Yeah. This show right here is the shit, bro. What do you mean? Fucking right you wanna have man. You want to have some good laughs and us talking about Rampage? I mean, we, the only way we can be is f- if we weren't laughing at this shit, we would literally go crazy at this shit. Oh, for sure, man. You can't you can't sit here and seriously review this unless you're just like... I mean, okay, yeah, all right, listen. There's There's one guy on the internet who can basically review all this and just sound super happy the whole time. But his name is Simon Miller, and I can't be that fucking guy. Do you know what I mean? Wait, like, from what culture are you talking about? Yeah, he's like super happy oh, all the time. Man. And every single AEW show he ever reviews. He's gets so like, fake, bro. That's like why I don't listen to him. 90% positive reviews. I don't even think it's fake. I think he's really just the happiest fucking guy in the world. And good for him. Honestly, Dude. Simon Miller's fantastic. But like, I can't do that, man. I watch shit. I make fun of it. That's what I That's do. That's it. And not just that, he's not the only one, bro. You know what? You go to cage side seats, you go to many other publications or any other of the dirty sheets on YouTube and whatnot. They all give Rampage week in, week out, like at least a B, bro. See, that's why, me? that's why the honest people subscribe to channelattitude.com. That's right. And come listen to us while we review the shit out of this shit because it's shit. It's See, shit. I did an action and ready promo just now, <laughs> but I replaced bat with shit. <laughs> and I just did a really unit promo because it's still shit. But um, yeah, it's shit all around, Chris. And we are on channelattitude.com via Hamid Media Group. And that is channelattitude.com. We can have attitude here at HMG, Chris. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's channelattitude.com, crying out loud. That's what we do. We're not muffled over here, man. Mm-mm. Exactly. 
Anyway, let's move on from more kaka to some more kaka because next it is Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, and everybody's favorite Indian wrestler in Satnam Singh versus your favorite wrestlers and don't like Richie Tommy this plenty of times in Tremperetta, Chucky T, and Dan Harrison. Yeah. Best Dan yeah. Housen. What would you call this team? Best friends of, of Housen's? Is this shit Housen? Can we call that? Can we call him that right now? This um, match? Is this match shit Housen? Best friends Housen. Ah, I see. Best friends Housen. Well, this shit Housen, yeah? Shit Housen. Every time I see either one. Look, I like Jeff Jarrett. I like Jay Lethal. Satin yep. I'm seeing, get, get the fuck off my TV. Tremperetta, already you should have been featuring David. Chucky T, you're useless. And Dan Housen will get a pass for me. I'll give him that. Dan Housen can get a pass. He's funny as long as they use him in the right, you know, in the right positions. He's great. I actually like Dan Housen. I, I, so I'd do I. To see Dan Housen on sh- on the show as long as every time he's on, it's just used as a joke. He can be a well, comedy character. That's fine. You know what was funny on the last pay per view? And I'll say this: this made me laugh through the way out the whole match. Dan Housen wrestled a match right where he took on multiple people. But he was super housing. He cleaned the house, but he was doing German suplexes. I mean, dude, he put on a wrestling clinic, dude. Legitly, it was the funniest thing I ever saw in my life. And he won quick. He absolutely kicked the shit out of everybody. And I'm like, what the hell? I know he can wrestle, though. I've seen it in Ring of Honor. But they've never done it in AEW before. That was funny, man. I'll give him that. Because he destroyed everyone. Like, And I mean, he was putting on a wrestling clinic. Literally. <coughs> oh, he's a, he's funny a good shit. performer. He's and he's fun to watch. He's funny, you know. And but his character is his character and his size is such that I don't want to see him as anything other than a comedy character. But right. he does a really good comedy character. I actually I don't mind Danhausen. The best friends. On I the am other the hand, best, Chris, Mister Rams. <laughs> yeah. But you know what he is, bro. He's uh, what's his name? Oh my god, I have to forget his name. You know, the Jerry King Lola was feuding with him back in the day in Memphis. Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. That's it. Yeah, there we go. That's what he is. Watch an Andy Kaufman promo, and then listen to Dan Housen talk. They sound identical, bro. It's pretty similar. It's pretty similar. Yeah, this match was. Um, I don't know. It was fun, I guess. If you're looking for just fun, this was a. I guess it was a Cindy Lauper match because everybody just wanna have fun. <laughs> I thought those um, girls would just wanna have fun, though. Are they girls? It, well, I don't know. They, it's, <laughs> it depends on what week it is, to be honest with you. Um, True. Yeah, and you know, Dynamite ended on such a high note with Jay Lethal very high in the ring. You know, doing his thing, being a professional wrestler, being taken seriously, and then I got to see him do this silly silly haha shit on rampage i don't i don't like it it bothered me well not only girls want to have fun clearly the boys wanted to have fun also because jay lethal and jeff jarrett and everybody's favorite indian wrestling in satnam singh defeat friendhausen but he's your favorite wrestler too isn't he no, no, he's not. He's your Satnam favorite Singh. wrestler. Satnam Singh is oh, definitely right, yes, your favorite wrestler. He's my favorite, you, including you the great love Kali. East Indian wrestlers. Those are your favorite people for wrestling. You, hey, you. don't laugh. First of all, we've got a big listener uh, uh, population from India, believe it or not, which is strange, especially after what I've said. Um, 
Chris, but um, yes, nothing against my Indian <laughs> brothers out there, but I just can't take them seriously. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, is that bad? Is that, I'm not being racist. I'm just, come on. I mean, if they're sinful tall, maybe. Yeah, and I mean, listen, you can do, you, you can obviously do it just fine. Like, and you can, you can always have a guy just be like a regular baby face too. Like, we could get like an Indian wrestler who's just like, yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm a good wrestler and I train really hard to be a good wrestler and they just come out and they wrestle and they have good matches. <laughs> yeah. You can take that guy seriously. Oh, yeah. But when you have a thing like, what, is, what the fuck is that character in WWE that they were doing with the face paint? Uh, Via? Come face on. Pa- hey, Get you know what? In NXT, him and Senga, I don't know if you know who Senga is. Do you know? No. Well, let, let me tell you this. Jinder Mahal is in NXT right now with Via and um Sanger. they actually look imp- I-, I won't lie they are actually impressive in nxt they look good i'm including via in this he doesn't wear the face paint anymore they're in suits they're two okay. big dudes they're two houses dude together good. So, they're, Sanger. So, so they're being booked seriously that's the problem with indian characters in wrestling it's not that indian people can't be taken seriously as professionals because well, they can that, that but couldn't to, even take them seriously to but be you fair. have to fucking book them properly you can't book them in face paint and look at me <laughs> i'm the wild indian from the indian india i'm the i'm <laughs> the, I'm the wildest indian. wild man from wild india stop india it chris stop it country <laughs> india is a country where i'm not wild themselves seriously it's so like you take seriously you kick my dog no, you kick my dog. Now I'm going to fuck you up. I didn't even do it properly. Oh, no, 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 Chris. No, no, no. <laughs> anyway, yes, you're right. I want to, if, how are we going to take him seriously if, if uh, not even WWE or AEW, you know, take him seriously? Let's be honest, right? Yeah, book a character seriously and we'll take them seriously. Book them like a fucking cartoon and we'll treat them like a fucking cartoon. But on a positive note, ain't Jeff Jarrett great? Jeff Jarrett is fucking fantastic, dude. <laughs> they need more Jeff Jarrett. Honestly, honestly, no, honestly, honestly, I'm being serious. They need more Jeff Jarrett in AEW. They need about six more guys just like him to keep everybody else in line and make sure that everybody else understands what professional wrestling is because Jeff Jarrett hits his fucking mark every single time. He gets across the point that he's supposed to every single fucking time. He gets a pop every single fucking time. He gets a reaction every single fucking time. Jeff Jarrett is goddamn gold compared to half of the roster in AEW. And the guy's been basically irrelevant for 15 years. <laughs> you know what's ironic, though? Think back to when Jeff Jarrett was around in the Attitude Era and also, you know, in WCW. <laughs> Remember that? Uh, um, he would have been considered, in terms of, uh, you know, promo delivery, pretty low on a totem pole compared to, like, your Stone Colds, your Rocks, your Jerichos back then. You know what I mean? Even your Stings, your Ric Flairs, your Arn Andersons even. I mean, he just wouldn't be on their level. But put him in today's world, it really shows how bad a lot of today's generation are at fucking promos because Jeff Jarrett automatically comes across as top three in terms of promo delivery. Yeah, and I mean, I think it also shows you just how lucky we were during the Attitude Era. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we had, we had Edge... As like a, Edge. as like a, 
European to intercontinental championship right. level during the. It was a long build era. for him, man, for sure. But like, he wasn't a serious contender at the time, and he wasn't really a serious character in a way. Yeah, sure, the 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 brood was trying to be serious, but that didn't last too long. And then we had, you know, Christian, Christian being the most entertaining fucking tag. But team they ever. were. But that's right. No one was giving them heat. You know what I mean? Actually, they were pretty, they were pretty over during the Attitude Era. They were I super mean, over. But what I'm saying were. is, like, those guys were, like, bottom mid-card. Like, they weren't at the top of the card. And they no. were still that talented. So, and I mean, they were, yeah. So, I mean, true. that's what I mean by, like, look at how lucky we were during the Attitude Era to have the people that we did. I mean, and that's just... We're talking about one fucking company. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's never true. mind... Hogan on the other side, Scott right. Hall on the other side. Do you know what I mean? Like, never mind everything that they had going on in WCW. Just in the WWE at the time, they they had so many incredible performers on the mic that True. if you put any one of those, if you put any one of those guys that were like mid tier wrestlers in that era today, they're they're automatically top, top of the card. It's true, Al man. Venus and... is probably AEW champion. Uh, hello, ladies. Uh, California, here I come. <laughs> that always made me laugh. <laughs> Actually, speaking of Val Venus, the big Val Boski, who comes from your neck of the woods, funny enough. Canadian. Um, he's Canadian. He's a bit of a whack job but these days. But <laughs> <laughs> too much weed, maybe. Too much no, weed. Look, I-, I love Val, right? But... It's funny because I was watching, uh, what, what was it, from uh, back in 98. What, what show was it? Uh, oh, it was Rock Bottom, as a matter of fact. It was The Rock Show in in BC, Vancouver, BC, Canada. And um, he came out with, and I'm just going to say this, him and Godfather were together on, on that show, right? And I watched it from back then, but I hadn't watched it in years. And I'm, I'm going to say this straight up. I'm sorry, but... I don't know if it's Vancouver's fault. I'm sure Vancouver's got hot chicks or it's Canada. But the hoes from Vancouver were crack hoes, bro. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> they were... Oh, man. Got to check that out. Rock Bottom 98. I didn't know Suede was in in the 90s. Just say Not Suede. Uh, Velour, sorry. Like Velvet, sort of. Not Velvet. Red Velvet. Not the cake. Not the uh, purple, blue Velvets, whatever the fuck they are oh wait there is one in aw isn't it i forgot hey valor was cool in the 90s i mean don't is you remember she, the, oh, don't you remember like she was hanging for cover? yeah of course but but you know fucking nas rocking the valor fucking but a. this chick made it look so trashy bro but i don't know man anyway they'll they were trash hoes man i'm not gonna lie but anyway i digress let's just uh move on from the hose um speaking of hose and i'm talking about so hose not hoes, huh? I'm talking about Ruby Soho, sassed Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, about taking the spotlight. Soho didn't need nor want Baker's help to beat Tony Storm. Baker chirped back that sides are forming in the women's division and that Soho needs to pick a team. Come on, girls. We already know what's going on here. It's Team Double Double E versus Team AEW. Other than DMD, there is no uh, like home like original AEW talent in that group. Yeah, I mean, 
you know, the, I don't. I mean, I didn't know Willow's an OG. I mean, Sheeta's apparently an OG too. Yeah, Sheeta, who yeah who didn't spend fifteen years in Japan first or anything. She's she, a what she did. She's an AEW original. Oh, I thought she was an AEW original, bro. What are you talking uh, about? Fuck. I mean, look at this quote, bro, from All Elite Wrestling to quote Brie Baker and Ruby Soho. If you're smart, you'll know which side to pick. I pick my nose, Chris. I, yeah, I mean, which Just side say, are you going to pick? Is it, I mean, they're trying to sort my of nose. like, they're trying to do sort of like an invasion kind of thing with the women, <laughs> and it's just, Ugh. it's so flat. Ah, invasion. Yeah. Fucking, I'm gonna puke right now. No, not Sergeant Sorter. Puke. He's gonna, he's gonna puke. Uh, yeah. He's gonna puke. He's gonna, he's gonna puke. <laughs> that was fucking stupid. Anyway, yeah, shout outs to Beyond the Mat. And Draws. Yes, and Draws. And uh, shit, man, I still can't get over how Draws is in a wheelchair, man. But you know what? He's one happy dude. And uh, he loves life, man. It's a yeah, shame what happened. He's doing good, and that's good. And it sucks. It, yeah, I mean, that's just terrible what happened to him in the ring. It was. Speaking of terrible, though, Chris, I think Hobbs finally found his way to the arena, dude. Can you believe that? He came Stop. with his journal. Yeah. He he came with his journal. And, um, you know, he was like, well, how does it go again, Chris? So I finally made my way to uh, the arena with my journal and uh and apparently i'm not messing around and destruction is here at aew rampage on tnt mm -hmm. yeah that sounds about right uh he was physically impressive this was a good squash match uh i really like hobbs as a talent like so i hate I. this character i fucking love hobbs though like I, like <laughs> i think hobbs is great he's actually if you were to ask me five guys in this company who are very young, who I think could be future world champions, he's one of my five guys. I, I love Hobbs. Uh, he, me he's too. Great. I just, he just went for a long walk, bro. He just went for a really long walk all the way back to Oakland and back. And, you know, now <laughs> here he is with his diary, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so cool. I continue to squash this guy. And uh, <laughs> that was that. Oh, he, he's back, I think. I think. Yeah. Is he still going to go walking back to Oakland or with his diary? I hope he gets a flight this time. <laughs> I, you know, it would be a shame if... It would be a real shame if he did something like show up one week and then not show up for four or five weeks and then come back again. Because they oh. never do that in AEW. Never, dude. You're fooling. AEW, long-term storytelling. That's what they tell you, bro. Mm -hmm. If you don't see him... That's because you're in the middle of a long-term storytelling, bro. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Especially Hobbs. Hobbs knows long-term storytelling. I mean, he he, he wrote it in his freaking diary. He's literally writing a long-term story <laughs> about all the crime that's going on in his <laughs> in his neighborhood, which is snitching. It's snitching. I don't care what anyone says. If you write shit in your hood about what's going on in your hood, you're a snitch. I don't care if it's in the dark. What happens if he, if he just dies snitches and the cops stitches, turn up? Motherfucker. Snitches get stitches and snitches get got. Just ask Kingston. Just ask Eddie Kingston, the fucking Sicario. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, killing my eyes. Just, just saying. <clears throat> anyway, Hobbs, welcome back. I think. Yeah, welcome just don't back. Don't go Hobbs. missing. Just please don't go missing. Don't go missing and stop telling on people in your journal. <laughs> stop <laughs> snitching, fuck's sake. And just quietly, he defeated a guy by the name of Tony Mud. That sums up the show. Mud. His name is Mud. Mud. Yeah. Yeah, pal. This yep. is Mud. That's got fucking star written all over it. I mean, yeah. Hobbs is strong, bro. He beat up some dude named Mud. No exactly. worries. That's how you elevate but by beating Mud. Elevation. That's on Monday nights. As a matter of fact, it's on right now as we speak. I'm not watching it. Watch it, damn it. <laughs> anyway, speaking of watching we have top flight next and has shown why they are the coldest tag team coldest <laughs> tag team in the game they came up short against the best in the company but luck is changing with the win over the young bucks as top flight made a call to a fox this sounds like a friggin farmhouse with a challenge to the elite for the trio's titles first of all kenny omega's gone in my a again so i don't know if there's even going to be a trio's match and uh, we got top flighting with foxes. Top fox flights. Oh, fox flights, fox fox. Fox Firefox. And Firefox are go, go Firefox. <laughs> I yeah okay I don't care. Yep, Jimmy Crack Corn and uh, but you know what's even more dumb? So top flight win a tag match against the young bucks. Tag match, not trios. It was a tag match. Now, shouldn't that make you somewhere close to being number one contender for the freaking tag bouts? But instead, they're number one contenders now for the trios bouts, and they had to find the fox. Yeah, they had to go searching for another fox to help them yeah. in their quest to become trios champ. I'm so fucking <laughs> hashtag no more belts. Fuck off. Uh, I, I didn't know that tag matches get you trios fucking title matches. Yep. Cool. Booking of the year shit right there. Booker cool. of the year shit, sorry. Absolutely cool. Yeah. Fix that shit up, TK, for crying out loud. Did you forget? Anyway, moving right on. There's a lot of friggin' segments in this rampage, dude. Because yeah. next, we get Dustin Rhodes had a rough month <laughs> in his personal life. Where have we heard that before? Isn't Kingston going through this shit? Anyway. Yes, everyone's having a hard time in their personal lives. <laughs> what the Especially hell is this shit, Especially the guy bro? whose brother just won the Royal Rumble. <laughs> oh, oh, poor, poor little Sorry. Tink Tank. Do you remember that? You know, Kevin's poor little Tank Tank. That's what Dustin... What is he? Dustin Rhodes' job? I don't, I don't know. But anyway, he's coming back to wrestling... Is a way for mental therapy. This is giving me mental fucking... This is not therapy. Anyway, thank God for Swerve, though, because he interrupts to criticize the old head <laughs> veterans stealing the spotlight. He's got a point. Swerve insulted the Rhodes family. Dustin's patient was tested. Referee stepped in to prevent a physical altercation. You know, occasions here on Rampage this week, which we is get a lot of talking shit. Yup, not a lot of physical altercations because if there were any physical oh. altercations, Powerhouse it would Hobbs be a wrestling show. Write about it in his journal. 
Oh, that's why. So they knew it was in the house. And they were like, no. Swerve was like, no, I'm not, getting, I'm not doing anything while fucking Hobbs is here. No. no. No, no, I don't blame him, actually. You're probably right. It was probably the right thing to do. Thank God for the referees stepping in to prevent a physical altercation. Well, we go from preventing a physical <laughs> confrontation to a hype package, Chris. What is this? Is this a show of wrestling or just... I don't know what's going on, bro. It, Way all I'm seeing, too many clips. Way too many. So we get a hype clip, speaking of clips, for the main event as Jamie Hayter will hit Emmy Sakura hard. She's going to hit her hard. Everyone's a hitter here in AEW. As Mark Henry closed with his signature line, Chris, tell him for everybody here at channelattitude.com, Chris. Well, I guess there's been enough talk. It's time <laughs> for the main event. And hasn't that rung true? It's, it's, you know, time for the talk to end, but we had a lot of talking. And we continue, Chris, because we get Ralvet Red Cake, whatever, Blue Cake, I don't know, stepping into Jade Cargill, as Velvet will be the one in 49 and 1 to give Jade her first loss. Stop snitching, stop lying, Velvet. You're lying. You're not going to be the one in 49 and 1. There will not be a 49 and 1. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Red Velvet says, you know, I was the first one that, that, that you beat to start your record and blah, 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 blah. You know what's, what else is stupid? I thought it was, it's time for the main event. But I didn't see that right away. Instead, we had this Velvet girl. It's time for the main event right Can't after these messages. <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, speaking of the main event, we're finally here, Chris. It is an AEW Women's World Championship Eliminator, which doesn't make sense for the champion to be in, if that's the case. And it is Jamie Hayter, your champion, versus Emi Sakura, who comes to the ring with a fake mustache. What does that imply? I don't know. Maybe what she's going to make is a... She, is she trying maybe to be... Maybe her and uh, Nyla Rose are going to form a, fa uh -huh. gonna form a tag team. Uh, well, I, I will say this, and I hope I don't catch heat for this. That mustache is awfully very small, sort of. like It's pretty thin. Yeah. And it looks like it might belong to the Germans. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, the Z German. <laughs> the Germans. <laughs> yeah. How funny... <laughs> How funny that a Japanese woman is dressing up like <laughs> oh, Sid yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, access maybe anybody? She'll find, maybe she'll find a fun Italian man backstage. <laughs> Wunderwald. Wunderbar. <laughs> yes. We like very uh, much. It's like, yes. <laughs> uh. But not in this case because Hobbs was in the building and he, he, he will write it in his eye. Yeah. So today I saw the German... This day, uh, the January Japanese. the 27th of 2023, <laughs> I witnessed a uh... Japanese woman suspiciously dressed like Hitler hitting on the Sicario um, who was saying to people that he was Italian. I do not uh, believe that 
I do not believe that Edward Kingston is <laughs> Edward Kingston. Italian. <laughs> it's Sir Edward Kingston. Please. <laughs> Correction. I will investigate further. <laughs> uh, can we call him Captain Kingston or Captain Stop Hobbs? Hold on, people. I know. Snitching is stitching. All right. You get stitches. Anyway, fuck. That was funny, Chris. That was good, man. That was good. Anyway. I'm not going to blab on about this match because you know who's going to win. It's Zemi Hated defeating the Japanese in Emi Sakura. Or is it... Uh, I won't say it. It starts with A. But anyway. It, it yeah. was a fine match too. Like everybody was on and on about, uh, oh, what a good match. Yeah, what a good yeah, match. No, between between your world champion in an eliminator match my random 80 year old japanese <laughs> lady who dressed like hitler great <laughs> actually she even looked like a roman soldier i don't know if that's a you know a little nod to the to the italians or <laughs> it might be, it very well might be tutto italia hey guys <laughs> Remember when we were all together and friends and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I remember yeah, what I said. Bad things happened, but did you die? <laughs> Ooh, the access is back, is it? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, man, that's so silly, right? I mean, shit. Well, it was time for the main event, all right? But, uh,. It wasn't this show. It was ours right here at Uncaged on channelattitude.com via me, Mary Grip. So, Chris, before we, before it's a wrap, tell them what you thought overall about the show. Uh, it was packed way too filled to the brim with a bunch of different stuff. And yeah. it was sort of consistently switching from match that shouldn't have gone as long as it did to segment that's going nowhere interesting um i was happy to see hobbs again i i mean legitimately we we made some funny comments or whatever i oh, really like taking hobbs. the piece so I do really, i really really like hobbs he's 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 got a bright future in pro wrestling as long as they don't completely fuck him up with this um <laughs> other than that this show was missable for me like other than hobbs coming back nothing about this show was something that I would tell people, oh, you got to watch this this week. Yeah, do yourself a favor and don't bother watching it. Just watch us. Yeah, just listen to us. Just right. Just rely on us to tell you what is good and what isn't, and you'll be much happier. Yeah, you will be much, much happier, as a matter of fact. And uh, trust me, we're much better than AEW Rampage. I mean, come on. We're funny, dude. We have to take the piss with this show otherwise i'm telling you you want us to be straight like angry about watching this damn show we gotta laugh at it man it is what it is have to have to and it makes for a good show a riveting show here on channelattitude.com our show is great the best just saying well chris it's time to take it home (laughs) so enough with the talking tell them where they can find you Right. Well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Chris Ams One. You are? I am. And oh, um, see what you did there, Ams. Ams. One. One. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> hey, that's yep. Me. That's um, I talk about politics, wrestling, and all kinds of other things. I made some comments already today that got a few likes about 
uh, Cody Rhodes in a promo that he cut today on Monday Ooh. Night Raw, which was ridiculous, where he oh, said, yeah. I outlasted 29 <laughs> other superstars oh, and won the Royal Rumble. And I went, wow. no, you didn't. You didn't. <laughs> At least 22 of them were eliminated by the time you got there, number 30. Ding dong, oh. hello. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Cody. What, did, did you Jesus get one too many knocks? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Cody. I mean, did you bang your head one too many times? I mean, seriously. You didn't outlast an, another 29 superstars. As a matter of fact, there wasn't even 29 superstars. There was 28 in the whole rumble. What? Did you know that? Yeah. There wasn't 30. Oh, yeah, because Rey Mysterio never entered. So yeah. I, so wait a minute. Rey Mysterio never entered, which means he yep. never went over the top row. Is, no. Isn't he the winner of the Royal Rumble? <laughs> well, technically, you have to make it to the ring. Uh, so maybe he's still stuck in in uh, San Antonio at the Alamo Dome. So if he quickly just runs to the ring, he will become your new... Number one contender for the WWE Universal World Championship. That's all yeah. you gotta do. Ray, come on, hit me up. I'll, I'll teach you some more secrets in professional wrestling. He's mysterious, Chris. Very mysterious. Mysterious. And speaking of mysterious, they didn't even get Dom or the Judgment Day to like wrap that in a little bow. They're just not telling us what the hell happened, which doesn't make sense. Super dumb. Super Where can dumb. the people find you, Jim? Well, you can find me right here on channelattitude.com via Hamin Media Group, where for five bucks you get to listen to not just me, but to this marvelous man himself, Mr. AMBS, and that's like lambs with no L. Lambs with no L or bullshit. No L. Or bullshit person in the morning, yeah. But also, you can find me at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com where you can also find Chris and myself and. Please like and subscribe at HameenMediaGroup.Podbean.com where you can find all our affiliate shows. And just quietly shout out to the Smack Attack where I was also on where we reviewed Royal Rumble. I loved it so much, please. I reviewed it twice. Do you I believe that? so much you did it twice. Well, Jimmy, twice. good for you. Your second Thank show you. wasn't as cool as ours because I wasn't on I know, that's, that sucks. That's true. I mean, it was myself, John Enright, RBV, and the good doctor himself, not Jeff Lippman. I'm talking about Michael Jargo. He's the good yeah, doctor, the real good well, doctor. That show was probably pretty good then. You should probably go check it out. You should. And for five bucks, you can actually check out our review of the Royal Rumble. Or you can check out what me and Chris had to say over at the PWC Network. Podbean.com. It's just so saying. many options. So many options. Like, it's like it's like a Royal Rumble worth of options. <laughs> it's a rumble everywhere. That's all I'm saying. We're we're everywhere, man. So look out for us. It is Royal Rumble week. It is Mac Packafee week, and he's in the Impact Zone apparently. Mac so, Packafee's uh, in the Impact <laughs> Zone. Return of the Mac Packafee, bro. It's the return of the Mac. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pal. Return of the Mac. Love it. <laughs> anyway, in saying that, I'm Jimmy T. That is Mr. Return of the Mac Packafee in Chris Ams. And you've been listening and watching the HMG Rampage on K Show right here on channelattitude.com. And where else? See you.